0: Welcome back to The Unpolished with your hosts, Angela and Kendall. Let's get into
1: it, shall we? Hi, everybody. (laughs) I'm Angela. (laughs) I'm Kendall. Let's get into it. Here we are. Um, So I want to kick us off here and talk about... I want to talk about, I decided to take up bread making on a three day weekend where I was snowed in with both of my kids and I had no other help outside of myself. I literally just texted Angela and was like, are you a glutton for punishment? Yeah. She's
0: sleep training. The kids are out. Like we're not getting sleep. And then she's like, today's the day I'm going to learn how to make sourdough.
1: And. I am new to making bread, but I did not realize sourdough. Well, I knew this part, but I didn't know in practice that sourdough is a more adventurous, ambitious bread to start with because you need an active starter that takes like a while to, I guess you could say ferment, like get sour. But Mm -hmm. my friend, the reason I got inspired by this is my friend is huge. Shout out Natalie. My friend is really into making bread. She makes bread all the time. And I went to go see her newborn and she was like had a little active starter for me in case I was interested and it's like she I mean that of really, course you, like, your of ADHD cor- fired yeah, I, off it yes, was like I give was me more yes in her house I started ordering special mason jars and I was just like getting involved right well then on the way home I was like Angela you need to relax why don't you start with a mason jar you have and just use the bowls you have at home like and make sure you like this so I got started she walked me through every step and this was a labor of love the tldr was that i had to do like so much prep of feeding my starter and then you make it into a separate dough and then you you know knead that dough and leave it alone Knead it leave it alone there's just so this is like a a
0: tamagotchi tamagotchi pet
1: yes (laughs) you have to tend to it um but then you have to let her her be and then i just realized it's such a labor of love that it was sweet that she gifted me the first part because the first part takes you two months to do and she just shortcutted me, right? Like she just gifted that to me. So it was really yeah. sweet. Anyways, my first sourdough is downstairs. I have not cut it into looks It looks
0: beautiful. Thank you. I yeah. yeah, you'll have to tell me how it tastes, but she sent me a photo of it and it looks like beautifully bronzed, like not yay. burnt, very leavened. It looks gorgeous. Okay,
1: yay. Thank you. I tried very, very hard. Um, what I'm going to wash it down with, you ask? Poppy. Probiotic soda. So Ken is in the wellness space. We have a lot of overlapping interests, but we have some deviations as well. Kendall's goes more into like wellness supplements, uh, different health things. And mine goes more into pop culture, uh, bottom of the barrel, trash, juicy drama. So we meet (laughs) somewhere in the middle But yeah, I, there is in the Venn
0: diagram, I feel like most of our interests fall in the middle, but there are the ones on the outside in our little circles where we're like, it's not that we're uninterested. We're just not as educated. Right. And so Angela texts me today. She's like, have you ever had Poppy, the probiotic drink? And I'm just like,
1: of, co- you're of co- like, this course. You're yeah, like, of course. Yes. But what are you? Th-
0: yeah. Like, I'm like well. years ago, we've been in the <laughs> sauce. This is your first time. And like, no shade on this i'm just so
1: deep in the world of like trying all the different health adjacent things i was saying that i just love little drinkies so that's what really got me into the poppy idea i was like okay i already take seed probiotics so yeah i tried my first one cherry limeade and i loved it it tastes as close to a sonic drink as i could get honestly i've tried Mm -hmm. other ones it's less sparkling water and more it has more flavor than a sparkling water Um, but it's not very heavy. Like Olipop is kind of heavy handed. I like Olipop as well, but it's a little bit more heavy handed. So it's lighter. It's lighter than an Olipop, but it's, it's got more flavor than a sparkling water, like a bubbly. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Anyway, Uh, shout
1: out to Angela used to work at Sonic. I did. Oh, (laughs) speaking of a Sonic drink. Yeah. Story time. Uh, when I was 16, I worked at Sonic, we had to do the roller skates and I was bringing out two route 44, Dr. Pepper's. To a car, and I went over the curb. Through I, I fell through the Route 44. It's all over the 88 tacho. ounces. Yeah, 88 <laughs> out Exactly right. 88 ounces. The windshield wipers could like swipe it away. It looked like it was raining. Blacked out on my skates. Next day, come to work. There's a sign that's like mandatory training if you're gonna be on the skates. Like I got everybody banned from the skates for a safety issue. Well, and Uh, that sucks because my brother used to work at Sonic and he said you got paid more
0: if you were on skates versus
1: pedestrian walking. Listen, I made bank at Sonic at 16 because everyone would tip you and you weren't getting... So waitresses still, shout out waitresses still doing the most for not the take-home. The take-home is not it. But at Sonic, you got minimum wage plus tips. I was making what my friends were making at Movie Tavern, but then I got the extra tips on top because <laughs> I worked there too. Oh, that was, I forgot that's insider baseball. Movie Tavern yeah, is, that not is a chain. A, yeah. yeah okay. Movie well,
0: Tavern is, yeah. Whatever. It's, uh, what is the adjacent to um like I pick or something? It's like where you can eat- and watch a
1: movie at the same yeah. time. And I mean, it's generous to describe it to anywhere that uh, doesn't felt yeah, like yeah. sewage. <laughs> so dirty in it there. Was, it was budget, eating, and watching a movie. And it was great. Oh, um, I just remembered Katie Ryer calls it, you're in town. Ew. Dinky in there. Side note to that. Talk about
0: um our past <laughs> jobs, uh, who she just referenced. Katie uh, and I worked at um academy sports and outdoors when we were 16 17 maybe and we the amount of times that we skirted by being fired together is astronomical it's it's amazing
1: all right what else do I want to tell you guys today well lightheartedly I'm on the hunt for a brown mascara I have left okay yeah I've left the black mascara game um a while ago and it kind of has Trended that way, anyways, with this clean girl aesthetic, less is more. That's kind of where we're at, like trend wise for makeup. Anyway, if you have any recs, because I am on the hunt. I have tried I actually several. Saw... So YSL. Apparently, there's a girl who
0: like yeah, oh, the flash has been only doing lately references about brown mascara
1: yeah so
0: niche uh but she said ysl is the best yeah
1: I. Tried but you don't it. like it no ysl mm-hmm. flash maybe right. you're the problem i might be because i don't like the, i don't like the um <laughs> your favorite but no. i looked up the ysl lash clash yeah it didn't do it for me whitney simmons loves that one and i really trust her Rex. but everybody else has said glossier which i already like that that company anyways for i love glossier you perfume and the body wash and whatever so i'm gonna i'm gonna get it going but if you have your rec specifically for a brown mascara what i don't want you to do is tell me i like this mascara maybe they have a brown Eh. and i want you to have tried the brown and you love the brown right because my favorite mascara is rare beauty mascara but it's black and i love it i'll still wear it but if i will be first in line when she releases the brown
0: I'm surprised she hasn't anyways. Okay.
1: Let's move on. Um, <laughs> moving on. I, I only have to stop you because Angela. Could no, no, of makeup. course. Like yeah, this, yeah, could, yes. this could, this well, could, um... I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, Giorgio Mani, That's the one I don't like. <laughs> like... I'm cutting this out, but okay. I was, <laughs> like, because, because this one was your favorite. And so I was like, so shook that I didn't like it, but everyone loves the luminous silk foundation, but yes, but the concealer as well, I guess, but maybe I am the problem.
0: <laughs> yeah you're the problem you're just hating on everyone oh, like, I guess. make I, me
1: but, give
0: me extensions or what here's
1: the deal I'm like I'm normally I'm very easy to please so the makeup has to be very bad for me to not like it <laughs> and just everyone's falling on their face with the brown <laughs> mascara no I'm like let me no not me being like really <laughs> shady like let me reiterate how much I took an L by taking on the concealer that you like, <laughs> like
0: I'm like, <laughs> okay, I don't feel bad for you. It works amazing for me. And uh, if anyone has ever seen Angela's makeup mm-hmm. arsenal, you can take an L. Like, you've got so many things, some of which you love and still don't use. So, mm-hmm. I'm sorry that one teeny tiny <laughs> tube of concealer didn't do it for you. And the okay? amount of times I've told you how I hated it. No, <laughs> like- I mean, she acts like I killed her dog. Okay. Like, I literally just said, Oh, you're looking for concealer. This one I really like. The amount of times this has been brought up in two years. Like that's probably expired by now. And you're still like hating I know. on it. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. I need to let it go. You're like, oh this my gosh. smells like you're in town, but still I'm mad about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh golly. So anyway, uh, updates on my end. I went to a vision boarding party with my friends. I suggest to everyone... I was even like, "Mm, do I want to do this? Like, you know, sometimes you're in the mood for crafting. Sometimes you're not. I'm a crafty, loving girl. So, but went there and it was so fun because we did where everyone made their vision board. All of them were different, obviously. And then we did a presentation of our vision board after. And it was so touching to hear. I don't know, when you're around your friends, you talk about things all the time. But there's something about talking about where you want to go, whether it's in the short term or long term, but hearing them talk about not even just the big things, like the little things of like, oh, this is something that I was working on because this is something I conquered in the last year yeah. and I want to move forward with this or like hear new hobbies I want to try that you would have never heard them talk about without it being on a vision board. Anyway, it was just a really sweet time to hear everyone's heart about where they've been in the last year and where they're going. And so if you need a fun thing, we just had snacks, brought, um, magazines, whatever, and just did it up super simple, very low budget. And then we did our presentations and we, we've been talking about it. This was last weekend. we I'm like, wait, was it this weekend? Um, time is morphing anyways, but yeah, just this last weekend and It was we keep talking about it because
1: it was so fun. So get your friends together, have a vision boarding party. I love it. I've done one of those before, too. And it really is fun to have people walk through because when you're looking at what people are putting on their different boards, it's like, oh, okay, some things are obvious, but some things are not. They're more metaphorical. And so it's so fun to hear everyone just like explain what their board means to them. Um, Yeah, and because you're using magazines, so it's not like you are printing photos out of
0: exactly what it is. So sometimes it's fun to see people's interpretation of they saw something in a magazine and this spoke to them and it's like some girl dancing and it's like, oh, well, I have really wanted to listen to more live music. And so dancing to me, you know, represents that. So visually, it's kind of fun to have people explain why
1: they chose certain things or why certain things spoke to them, you know? Agreed. Um, As far as getting vibey magazines, I typically struggle with finding ones that are not just like business, blah, blah, blah. But I have some hacks for everybody. Okay, You okay. can go to Half Price Books and look there because people donate their old magazines and you can really strike it rich. And also they're so cheap. And then I haven't put this into practice, but people buy vintage Vogue magazines on eBay and such Mm-hmm. Um, if it's all battered up and stuff and not a collectible, you can get those for very affordable too. I know this sounds like a lot of like sourcing for something that's supposed to be fun. But if you're into getting images that are – there's something fun about paper, paper like having it in the tactical form instead of printing off Pinterest, which would work as well. But I'm just a tactical person.
0: No, same. So. Can I tell you about the most fun thing that I got yeah. at a, a stay sale was yes, that- please. Someone had. I I love estate sales. Side note, we both do, but it's. I haven't been able to estate sale as much since having kids because like schlepping kids around in the estate sale, and a lot of them don't allow kids. But I found a whole like stack of these printed magazines from the 1920s <gasps> that are like fashion and yes. makeup, and it's like real. They're big and they just chronicle like what was going on during that time. And it was before you could print color photos, obviously. Um, and so a lot of it is like painted on or like what I, it is so cool. I'll have to send you some photos, but that was a, say I got the whole stack for $5, but I've read through them and they're so amazing.
1: Cool. I need to get involved. Let me just hit the people with this. So go with me on this. Cause Team, I've been thinking about the inappropriate parasocial relationships people can attach to people online, but specifically to child stars, okay? So Amanda Bynes comes up. She just started a new podcast. Very sad stuff going on over there. I'm going to have to get into that in another episode. But the shortened thing there is just she seems very unwell. She's she's partnered with a co-host that seems narcissistic and taking advantage of her, And they did table the podcast, but there's just something sad about Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone had a drug past. He's now doing well. But, um, you know, it's there's something sad about seeing these people that were so in the in the star, like the Olsen twins, even when they were so young. And then what happened Mm -hmm. in their adult life? So I was thinking about this. So I was aged out. You and I, anyone listening is probably aged out of Sweet Life and Zack and Cody,
2: <laughs> but oh, yeah, I, which yeah, I yeah. did not watch.
1: I didn't watch it, but I remember the show. I, I know briefly it was the Sprouse yeah. twins, I think, and they, they lived in a hotel. That's all I know. It was on Disney. That's all you really need to know for this story. So there was a – just walk with me on this. There was an episode that referenced the year we're in now. But it was 15 years ago when the show was airing in the early 2000s. So it said something like, oh, the next reservation for this Italian restaurant is November 15th, 2023. And the boys are like, but what if we don't want Italian at that time? Like they're making some type of joke on the show, but it's referencing like recently, right? Well, now 15 years, you know, from when the show was created or when the show aired, the boys are grown i mean i don't know how old they are but right they're, like, they're not riff they're not affiliated with also there is it is two right let me look that up it is sweet life and zach and cody was it like one of those where they used one person no
0: it was two different people
1: okay yes there they are cole and dylan sprouse see you guys even i typed it into youtube in real time while i'm recording this there's a youtube video called the tragic real life story of cole and dylan sprouse oh so it's like something, my god it's, Ish. There's okay. something going on with the Sprouse twins, I think. I don't know enough about them. They're 31 years old. Yeah, that's what I was mentioning before. Okay. This, so this meme starts resurfacing from Sweet Life of Zach and Cody because it's mentioning today's date. So people are like, oh, how fun. Like, did they get their reservations? Will they weigh in? Whatever. Well, the Sprouse twins don't they don't entertain that people are like trying to get their attention to talk about this scene mm. from the show.
0: Oh, okay. And the
1: internet is getting angry the fandom is like this is y'all show why are you not taking a joke with us and like basically i found this commentary tiktok about how entitled people were about them responding to a joke that's so today.
0: wild so
1: wild right and so out of pocket from when we were kids right but also think thank you guys like they were they were performing a line in a show so it's not. It's even wild like,
0: that we would even have to talk about this. Like that's how wild the internet is. Of like, yeah, exactly. My point. Like, guys, do you understand? Like, they were ki- like, exactly my
1: point. Like, and the absolute internet. Absolute
0: strangers are mad at them. Literally for blowing not them up, them. Yes,
1: blowing them up. Like all of their comments on all of their things was like November 15, twenty three. Did you get your reservation? Ha 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 ha. Are you going to talk about the meme? You guys are being memed. Like trying to get their attention. And you guys, it could be something as simple as they're busy and they don't care. But there also could be something deeper, like maybe they were going through a really toxic time on that show. Maybe they were taken advantage of on that show and they don't want to talk about this joke. They don't want they want to move on. Because they're
0: grown men.
1: Right. And Macaulay, do you think you guys Macaulay Culkin wants to walk around with his hands on his face like as if he just put on aftershave like in his 30s? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, except that outgrow- he just did a commercial. Oh, literally okay. doing well, that. Well, okay. Well, God no, bless. They,
0: they did, <laughs> I'm trying to remember who uh, the commercial was for, but they literally had him go back, whether I don't know if they built the scene or back into the same house, but he redid all of the okay. famous <laughs> scenes. All right. And- well, including example. A little aftershave okay. thing. And listen, he's selling out. It's fine.
1: No. Okay. Bad example. But also, actually, full. Full story he's married to brenda song who is also a disney star person um yes anyway. what was she um, on i'm gonna look it up and i'll cut down the time of me finding out yeah let's see what disney show is brenda song oh sweet life of second totally oh <laughs> <laughs> like our other friend it from that back- show she's <laughs> it came back around full circle wow 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 anyways To get back on point, I just think it's interesting to look (laughs) at parasocial relationships and how inappropriate people can be. Um, I also think this applies not just to child stars, YouTubers, people Mm -hmm. that show their lives. I feel like people can get really attached to them. And then if they ghost the internet, people are heartbroken. And me included, you guys, I get real caught up. And I'm not in the comments being like, come back to me. You are my everything. I'm not (laughs) like that. How dare you? But but I stay a fan and I'm okay. I'm a silent lurker, silent cheerleader. But And so I understand being like, oh, I loved their content. I wonder like what they're doing. But people get so carried away. And so I've just been pondering parasocial relationships and if they're going to get i think more so out of hand as as we go and what kind of like boundaries or laws could be put in place something that kind of scares me is how good
0: ai is now where they can take someone's voice from a video and their face from a video and then make it look like they're somewhere else saying something completely different because they've AI, the voice and the mannerisms and everything. And I'm just like, where is this going to go where we don't know whether it's the real person or not doing anything? Uh, It could get real serious. It's going to get real crazy, real fast. And we're like right around the corner from that. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know that that's why a lot of people have not been showing their kids online is not even just because of like weird, you know, there's other weird stuff. Um, but that they're worried about because of all of this stuff coming out with AI, that it's like someone could impersonate their kid and humiliate them with the technology that's about to come out.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so and
0: terrifying. so it's like taking, you know what I mean? Like taking their, you know, some 12 year old could be like, oh, look, I'm going to make it look like you did this because I have all of this imagery and your voice that's available online that your literal mom posted.
1: No, it's too. It's too scary. So Ken and I have, uh, we're introducing a new segment in which we do anonymous voice memos from people in and out of our network that have, and with permission, share on our show. But this one came from someone we know who- I have not heard this. So I'm about to hear it for the first time. (laughs) Okay. And
0: uh, yeah, so she sent this in, said, will you talk about it? I asked Angela if she'd be down for this subject. So we're just going to get into it. You guys ready?
2: Okay. I have a weird topic that I'd like y'all to cover. It's really taboo, honestly. <laughs> and I'd really love to hear a conversation about this because I think about it more than probably I should. Pubic hair. Okay. I'd really love adult women to talk about pubic hair and this is why. Do we shave? Do we not? I feel like the older are, do we wax? Do we not? I, and now the older I get, I'm like why do I want to remove my pubic hair? Like it feels like so weird to want to have this like mild looking Not to mention it doesn't make it look better. And I read from like Nadine Artemis that if you keep waxing, you're going to end up having a scrotum looking um, labia. Like your lips will literally start sagging like a scrotum because the hair helps it stay like tighter looking not tighter is a weird word to use so i'd love a full conversation about now that we're not in our 20s what does it look like now to be a woman embracing her femininity and and you know wanting to look nice but also wanting to like be fully woman and grow some hair down there i don't know Weird conversation, probably, but also interesting conversation. I'd love to hear people talk about it.
1: (laughs) That is some bushing around to
2: think about. (laughs) Bush for thoughts.
1: Um, Here's what I'll say. I went to, and I will leave all of these details nameless, but I went to a party in college, and it was with a a bunch of people, but I didn't know everyone there. And this woman that I just... I'm so, I think about her still. Uh, she was a friend of a friend. I don't even know where she lives. She was proudly in a very, very small bikini, full bush growing up above. Oh, the,
0: okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sides.
1: And she did not care. And she was so gorgeous, you guys. I Like distractingly gorgeous. And I had never seen somebody that was, like looked like her, and then just like wearing their pubic hair so proudly, I was loving it. And so I wow. think about her. when I yes, when I ever need a little boost of confidence, personally I get waxed every month. I hate the appointment. I I mean the anticipation. To okay, get are there, you talking on the mic? Yeah. I mean hair you know. is our biggest
0: accessory. Yeah. Anywhere it is. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like you're right.
0: I I think about this when I got this voice memo. I. I'm just like, I started shaving when I was, you know, like after puberty and I did that till now. So I'm like, I just haven't thought anything different, but would I love to stop doing that? But it's interesting because my brother, and I can say this on the mic because he would come on and say it himself. He's like the hairier, the better. He's like, there is nothing hotter to me. Than getting with a woman who like fully embraces the bush or the, um, the the armpits. He thinks that is so sexy and confident and loves it. And so he's just Mm -hmm. like, I don't know what this, what this fat is of taking all the hair off because I think that is so nice or the, whatever, like uh, this is as trendy as like a type of haircut or a style of clothing, like what people do, with their hair down there, has changed so many
1: times. It's like Mm -hmm. what you do with your eyebrows. Yes, it is very trend-focused. I'll say for the peeps, pain level for me, because I've done a variety of different treatments, sugaring was the worst. Next to, if you guys have ever sugared, it's where they take a wax ball and then they like pull the hairs off. It was the, the worst pain. <laughs> I walked like out. a torture device. I walked out. Now, some people think sugaring is is less painful than waxing. Um, and then the, the wax is where they have the little white cloth strip on top. That would be second in line for most painful. I did go to the back of a nail salon. I did no research. I did also have to leave that one after the first strip. I said, nope, I will not be doing this. Now what I do is European Wax Center, and I love it. Um, I don't know. I got waxed one- single
0: time and it was right before my honeymoon and every single pore on my cat was inflamed. Like yeah like hurt to wear a bathing suit.
2: On yeah. my honeymoon. And I was
0: just like, I would literally good person. never do this again. Yeah, you but gotta was, go to a Of good course person. I got it on yeah, I got it on whatever sure, group on or something at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I knew like, you were about to take it was, on. Yeah, I was like, um, oh, you know, what the heck? I didn't know where to go, what to do, anything. Sure. That was my first and my last. And I got lasered in Trinidad, and that was way less painful than a wax, which lasts a month. Like it was less painful to get lasered. And get those treatments to be done then.
1: Okay, so. yeah. I do want to revisit. You can't get laser while you're pregnant or breastfeeding. So I've been out for the count for a while. For years. yeah, I am yeah, <laughs> I don't like in and out, why. in and out, in and out. Exactly right. So I will be uh, pursuing that after I am able. And I'll keep keep you posted. I might cut this in post. But when I was in the hospital delivering Shep, the person came in because I had a C-section and the person came in beforehand to like prep me for surgery. Nurse, the surgical assistant, surgical nurse, and she was like, "Do you need to be shaved? Because they, you know, they cut you open yeah. right above your bikini line, like it is as close as possible." And I was taking a stab at shaving oh, God. this whole time because I stopped going to my <laughs> well, waxing, I and um, I have such, and like, I had such a gigantic visual. bump. Yeah, I had such a gigantic bump. That I thought that I was doing a fine job, and Nick was there, and so the lady was like, "Do you need to be shaved?" And I was like, "No, I think I'm fine." And he started laughing. I was like, "What?" He's like, "You, you do need to be shaved." <laughs> <was> like, what? <laughs> I, like pull out the it weed Was literally her. no, I was literally like, I was like, no, I was like, "Oh, I was <laughs> No, I was literally horrified. I was like, "What do you mean?" And he said it was such love. He was not. It was. We were literally like. <laughs> About to go He's into like, surgery babe, together. I but haven't said like, this for the well, last three nine months, months, but yes, <laughs> or three months, I guess. Yeah, because it was it, just when I got too bumped, like where I couldn't, like yeah, get you a good can't angle. see, yeah. you can't see, and so just the way he he like, doubled back down. It's like when um when you order at a restaurant <laughs> and someone's like. Oh, I like it spicy, and then like a person is like, no, she doesn't like stay low on the spice. Like helping you right. out with the order. how yeah, yeah. yeah, That's how it, yeah. Felt. it was like, just like trying to go it ahead over. and bring the buzzer. fine, but <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and this bring... isn't a one man job. Well, there is our uh, our, <laughs> our take on body hair. Yes, I hope you enjoyed. I think it's safe to say this place is for the girls and the gays. So really, the people that we'd be most uncomfortable hearing this are not tuning in. Except, hi, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> he's true. not uncomfortable hey, Brandon, at all, though. Sorry, he's like, we talked he's about lapping it up. up
0: yeah, no, he, he's of course, he loves slapping. it. He's like, my, yeah. my 30 seconds of fame, I'm here.
1: Yeah, so, well, right, there you what's go. All your, right,
0: what's your next?
1: So here's my last thing, little food for thought. I haven't actually read the article, very true to form, but I just had the little um, thought running around in my mind. So I came from a quick ordering family, and let me talk about this. So there is a TikTok trend. Going around where like, are you, were you an appetizer and dessert family when you went out to eat or were you a let's everybody get water?
2: And we were <laughs> so and everybody real. get water, right? You're, yeah. Like
1: we were a six waters. Like I'm one of four and my dad before the waitress even put down the menus he'd say six waters. Like, it is a quote in our house. So we were not getting fancy with it. There was no dessert. There was no appetizer. It was waters and entrees. He usually had coupons. Like, it was what it was. But an offset of that is that the Buttsons are very quick orderers. But I married into a family that is slow orderers. Mm. And it has been the adjustment of a lifetime. So let me discuss. So when I... Order with my family. We look at the menu for less than 25 seconds. None of us have researched beforehand when we went to a restaurant. I do think that researching restaurants beforehand is kind of a newer trend, like with Yelp reviews and whatever. like back in like the 2000s, I don't think many people were doing that.
2: Totally. Um
1: so we would get there. Everyone would take like maybe 20 seconds to look at the menu. We'd know what we want. And then when the waitress would get there, we'd go around Red Robin and order, okay? there are several families that have like the waitress or the or the waiter come back to the table like multiple times because people aren't ready. And this was mind blowing to me because maybe just because I was one of four, we didn't get the option to dilly dally around because it's like- Oh yeah, you, you didn't you, get to debate about up. what you were gonna eat, yeah. Maybe it was like, if I was an only child, it would be less of an issue. Like when you have four, I understand the mythology, but I started looking into this because so I was like, I'm such a quick orderer. But was that nature versus nurture? Like, was I always going to be a quick orderer? This is not to knock slow orderers or thoughtful people and why they are cautious with the decisions that they make. So I'm not, please don't run with this in the wrong way. But I did look up like quick ordering and kind of like more psychology behind it. Oh my and gosh. So
0: I'm so curious. Okay. Are you
1: not? Yeah. I was like, this is, I did, this just popped in my head. I wasn't, this wasn't even on my list. Ken. No, I, I just like, leaned in like, okay, okay, I'm ready. Okay, cool. So. It, so now this is interesting, but I found this article where CEOs are using this as a way to understand if they want to bring somebody on, on as an executive. So they're going out to restaurants mm. with people and they are seeing how fast they order because if, they ta- if they're if they taking forever, deciding if they want like, you know, chicken or vegetarian or whatever, how are they going to operate huge decisions for a multimillion dollar company? Yeah. So they're, they're using it as sort of like – If you are taking this much time on something that really, and it won't even matter tomorrow. It's
0: inconsequential. Yeah. Yes.
1: And that is honestly how I treat it. Because to me, I'm like, worst case scenario, I get a meal I kind of don't like, I'm still going to eat it. Like I don't, and Ken's not a foodie. So she's for sure. Like, no, that's why I'm like, I'm a fast order. Cause I'm like, there's nothing you're going to bring me out that I don't like. Right. And then exactly. I'm easy to please. And it's not the end of the world. If I don't like my food, like I'll eat again tomorrow. It's fine. You know but some people really take it serious and so anyway just food for thought i don't want you to feel triggered if you take your time i'm just saying maybe think about like what's the worst that can happen so maybe i am coming for you (laughs) but i just thought it was interesting because i didn't think there was psychology behind quick ordering oh but the reason also it came to mind was when i was spending a lot of time with my brother uh this summer and we just went to dinner the two of us which we don't often do and I just quickly was like, oh, I'll get the teriyaki bowl. And he put it down. And he was like, wow, I forgot, like, what it's like to be with another Buttson. Because he's like, that was so fast. We just, we remembered, we just immediately yeah, was, shadowed it, into the go. culture. Yes, like, we shadowed into in childhood immediately. Like, we both were just like, boop, we know what we want. So anyways, just food for thought, literally. Thinking about if you're a quick or fast orderer, or if you're not, what does that mean? Are you, do you have trouble making bigger decisions is, is the way you make the food decision, the way you make everything, is it contextual? I do. Okay. I will say this. I am not, I
0: enjoy food a lot not a foodie so I can order quick but like 95% of the decisions I make it's just gut reaction it's like yeah cool but like I'll deal with it if I don't like it like there's just not a thought but there are some like a specific subcategory of things where I will debate back and forth longer than anyone else I know For on sure. a decision
1: yes i i'm not saying that and honestly there's sometimes where it's like is it really that serious to rush? Why are we rushing? So on the side of like being quick, what's, what's the panic? Oh, I'm so, like, always, you know I'm always I mean? in devil's a rush ad- for food. Right. So. The devil's advocate of like, it's really also not that serious to take your time and have the waitress like come, come back a few times. Like why, why is it such a hurry? Elimination of hurry vibes. So just giving some little, some little <laughs> love to the people. Okay. Though. But I
0: do think that that's very interesting.
1: I would like to table this. We're not going to talk about it
0: today. Okay. But have you seen Naked Attraction? No. Angela's homework, you know, for our job, unpaid <laughs> job, that is this podcast, is she needs to watch The Golden Bachelor because we have things to say. Naked Attraction okay, is That's another one. I'm going to trigger warning anyone who's like, oh, they haven't talked about it yet. Like, I'm going to hop on. There is full frontal nudity. Okay. okay. So like, watch it. Okay, I'm looking it up. But no important. one is going to judge you for this. But it's like a dating show where I think it's on HBO. Um, of course it's on HBO. I'm like yeah, this full frontal nudity. It's yeah, gotta that- be. Um, so it's this dating show where you go purely off of physical attributes. So you go in and you're like, okay, it, so sometimes it's a girl looking at, you know, her prospects whether male or female or it's a man doing that to his prospects but they're all like in six different boxes and completely covered and they stand there and like it starts lifting and it goes from like the floor to the crotch and they have to eliminate no someone literally based ben, on dots. <laughs>
1: no they have to you know what this is giving next Next. do you remember the show mtv next literally someone would walk out of the bus and people would be like "Next, "Next." okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) so but it is like 4k full frontal nudity i watched it with brandon i watched it with brandon and he was like this is oddly non-sexual like this is actually but it is shocking okay so they have to like go up They haven't they haven't seen anything above the crotch, but they have to be like, oh, his stance or her stance or like the fingernails because the hands are down or like the feet, like whatever it is. Okay, so then when they get eliminated, they then have to meet the person they just eliminated. And it essentially like each round starts lifting it up where it's like, okay, now it's from the crotch, the chest. And you, someone has to be eliminated. Then it's like, <laughs> goes from, <laughs> goes from the shoulders to the head. So you can see their whole body, but they can't speak yet. So oh my you can't, you can't hear their voice. The slow so crawl then up person, the bod. And, Yes. And then at the end, there's like three people, you get to like hear their voice or whatever. It gets then eliminated, like once everyone speaks and it's hilarious because you just once you hear a voice all of a sudden you're like whoa I'm not sure or someone you didn't think was maybe that attractive and you're like wow the voice or the teeth really yeah. changed it for me right right and so then they get to the end it's two people and at this point the two people who are left like get to stand on the side of the contestant who has been voting people out they have to get naked To make the decision. (laughs) So then you're having these people who have never seen this, like, okay, I'll give in a context of like, let's say the males are getting picked and it's a female who's picking. Like they've never even seen this girl. Right. And so then they're like, they're the last two on the chopping block. But the like girl doesn't know if the guys find her attractive. And she has to come out fully naked to then make her choice of who she's going to go with and then they like Bro. literally film a date of them meeting for the first time clothed no so then it's like okay see if you're compatible and then they do a video follow-up two weeks later to be like how like where are you guys at
1: <laughs> and it is wild wild what a wild ride okay i will definitely add to the docket this week um because i must see now and you're saying it's it's absolute trash but like trash being like truly you have to watch
0: this like when you're home alone so that no one pokes holes
1: into how demented you are okay well Um, that's actually kind to give the listeners that fyi because i did not do the same service for saltburn (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, agreed. It needs to come with, like, like in the context Everybody. of.
1: Yeah, don't. Um, But, yeah,
0: so uh, naked attraction is, it's funny. Oh, and they also have these little bits between each decision. So, like, let's say the girl says, mm, you're eliminated. And she's like, oh, why? And he's like, oh, I don't. Like, I think that I would like thicker thighs. Like, whatever it is. It could be any attribute, right? They give scientific details between each scene of when someone says oh I like someone's hands for this reason or I like their hands for mm-hmm, this reason or their mm-hmm. feet or whatever it gives scientific backing to why we're attracted to different things and what it says about us so like if a woman likes small hands versus big hands versus long arms versus shorter like so it's really cool because you would think that this would be a very um, like vain game. And I'm not saying that it isn't, but like, it's actually really interesting to see the variety of things that people are interested in or attracted to. And it's not what you would think. It's like, you know, there'll be a lineup and be like, Oh, I'm so attracted to this specific thing that the next person would not be. And so I think it's actually a really beautiful thing to be like, Oh, when you have been made fun of or about something or you feel insecure about something, it's like the person who said that or made a comment or like, whatever is not the representation of everyone. Like that you kind of take that in. It's like, Oh, my feet are too big. Like now everyone thinks that cause someone made fun of me. It's like every single person is going to have a completely different thought about every single thing on you, which I think is actually, refreshing because it's just like you can actually be exactly who you are and the right people are attracted to that because even if you change then it's attractive to different people you know what I mean I don't know right, I just thought right. it was actually really inclusive of exactly how you are there are so many people who find that attractive
1: that is kind of a that is kind of a happy ending for that show <laughs> like a deeper a deeper meaning into just like looking at naked bodies because that's true you're different folks, yeah. different folks.
2: Yeah, we're all, so,
1: we're all into anyway. something.
0: Shout out, Brandon. what a ride! we not, I mean, this shouldn't <laughs> surprise me anymore. This really shouldn't.
1: But like, what a
0: ride we just went on. I
1: know, right? Let me like look at my clock. Yeah, we're fifty-five minutes in, and who even knows? You're welcome. <laughs> we got a
0: text today that was like thirty-five minutes is simply not enough. I would like an hour to seventy-five. So you're welcome. <laughs> okay, we'll-, well, we love you, and we will see you next
1: week. We will see you next week. Bye. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Hi, just for fun, I'm gonna add some little bloopers this time. I won't do it every time because my novice audio editing skills can't even keep up. You guys don't even want to know how long it took me to find the reorder clip button. But enjoy, just a fun little cackle. Yeah.
0: They're gorgeous or not?
1: Okay, I'll keep that. You know, you I'll can keep cut that the bit. gorgeous. Part yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just keep and that then just and then I'll put,
0: say- and be like, that was so cool. Whatever. Okay. Go yeah, on. yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. So I'll I'll, I'll jump back into that. That's a wrap from your girls, Kindle and Ange. Thank you for listening. Send this to somebody that you think will like it. XOXO, the unpolished girlies. Bye-bye.